Welcome, witches. Welcome back to another episode of the Still Rooms Grimoire. I'm your host, April Aquilin. And so, yeah, welcome back. So we took um, a week off last week. Uh, just, just needed a little bit of time to decompress and just kind of just take a pause for a moment, you know, and just... I don't know. I just need, you know, we, we need to rest sometimes and we have to know that that's, that that's okay. So yeah, I just took a little bit of a break. You know, things are getting busy around here and I'm sure with everyone else out there, you know, it's, it's summer school is out in pretty much most areas. I think maybe up North, um, there's still, you know, school still in session until sometime mid, um, mid-June, but, um, but yeah, just a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff that I've been prepping for, for the shop and, you know, just, just day-to-day stuff. So, you know, last week we, we decided to take a day off, but we are back. And, um, before I get into what, what I want to talk about, um, this week, I wanted to kind of give you a heads up on some things that, you know, we're going to be coming up in, in some shows, um, you know, moving, moving forward. So I really want to get more into like the, the folklore and kind of legends of places, um, that I not only have visited and been, but, you know, have on my map. So I'm going to be bringing more of that back, going to be talking about some, some recent visits to some places, like the witch's tree in Louisville. And we went to the devil's tree, um, here in Port St. Lucie and, you know, just some other places that I have visited or want to visit and just kind of go over there. Not only certain ones having like witch significance and where, you know, workings can be done and whatnot, but also just some, just some, legends and folklore. If you, if you like that kind of, that kind of stuff, kind of putting in some little bit of spooky tourism, um, maybe into your summer, maybe you can find some of these places, but we're going to go into that. And I have some other, some other things planned for, um, you know, for, for some episodes coming up, some more interviews coming up, some collaborations. So, you know, stay tuned, check out our socials for, for information on, on, on that. So let's, uh, let's get into it. Shall we? I was, I was thinking about some things, you know, when it comes to, you know, being a witch, people calling themselves a witch, people saying that, you know, they're, they have a coven or whatnot. People just, just, just the witch community in general, you know, you see things you see things, especially like on, on social media, like on TikTok, you know, we have witch talk on there. Um, and you know, even Instagram and Facebook, it seems like all of these practitioners are popping up and, and, you know, not, not only giving information, but you have a lot of them that are, you know, selling their wares and selling their services, which is completely 100% amazing. Um, I am fully supporting that because as, you know, as a witch and as a shop owner, you know, I'm, I am doing, doing the same thing. However, 
I do see a lot in this, in this community of kind of like just people being taken advantage of and having the not so legit people trying to, you know, basically scam the hell out of people just for, you know, the fact that they want to make money and they are preying on people's emotions and vulnerabilities and, and such. So I kind of wanted to talk today about about some some witchy red flags, some things that maybe you should think of if you are seeking out, you know, guidance from somebody um, or if you are starting in the craft and you're trying to learn and and so on. Just just some just some red flags that you may want to may want to pay attention to and you may want to think think again before maybe moving forward, um, collaborating with somebody, joining something, listening to somebody, um, and, and whatnot. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. And mind you, you know, these are, this is my opinion on this. So, you, you know, take, take what resonates, leave the rest. Um, but this is just what I feel are like, you know, red flags when it comes to, when it comes to the practice and when it comes to, you know, this, this community. So the big one obviously is, you know, people who have really no clue what they're talking about and they kind of BS you through, through the whole process. And this comes to, you know, from people online, this comes to even, you know, shop owners and such just because people have a presence online, no matter how big their presence is, um, or they own a business or, or whatnot, or maybe even if they've written books, um, doesn't mean that they are an authority on something and doesn't mean that necessarily what they are spouting, what they are saying is, is legit. So this is where you have to do your research. You know, if you're, if you're online and you're looking at some things, you're following some creators, you know, take a look at a lot of their stuff. Um, and even look at comments and such, you know, I go into the comment section, especially on social, you know, on social media accounts, especially over there on, on witch talk. And when people are asking creators questions, um, about things and they are completely ignored. One, that is, that's fucking gatekeeping. I mean, legit. So if you've got, if you got people that are gatekeeping, you know, that that's just, that's a complete turnoff for me. Um, you know, I will not follow you. I will not support you. Um, because there's no reason to gatekeep this, you know, any information. And if it's because you're, you're afraid that people are going to steal your workings. Well, you know what? Maybe don't share your workings on social media. You're going to have people question you. So have the stuff that you do privately, have the stuff that you are willing to share because people are going to have questions. You have new people who are coming into the craft and they're going to want to know, you know, why are you doing, you know, 
X, Y, and Z. Why are you adding these ingredients? What are some things that I can do? And if you're going to completely just gatekeep them, then I'm sorry, no, mm -mm, not happening. But, you know, I go into these comment sections and I, I look and I see people asking, now, of course, you know, it's social media. One, you're going to have this trolls. It, it's, it's common, but you have people that are legitimately asking like legitimate questions because they want to learn. They want to further their practice and they're either being ignored. So that's, you know, that's a red flag being ignored or you get the reply of, oh, DM me. I'm sorry, but that's just a way for people to get people to DM them. And then they come back with, oh, well, I'll tell you, you know, for $50 or, oh, I'll tell you for, you know, this amount of money or we'll trade. And then that, that just leads down a whole nother rabbit hole and a whole nother domino effect of people getting scammed out of money. I see it happen all the time. People will DM, you know, creators and they're, you know, they tell them, oh yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you the information. I'll give you my recipe or I'll give you this spell for X amount of money. This person sends the money and guess what? They never get what they were promised and they were scammed. And this, this happens so much um, that it's just, it's just baffling. It's just baffling to me. And, you know, so when, when people are keeping the information from you, it's not like, you know, the craft is some guarded secret that no, you know, that we can't share. Now, obviously there are things involved in one's practice, especially if you're involved in like a coven, you're following a specific, you know, path, or maybe you do have a family lineage that, has some family recipes or some family, you know, rituals that you are going to hold near and dear. Well, obviously you're going to keep those things to yourself and you're only going to share those with people who are trusted or are in your coven or in your path or in your family. But also if you're going to be doing that, then technically you really shouldn't be sharing them on social media because people are going to have questions. People are going to want to learn. So my thing is, you know, keep the stuff that you want to keep private and secret to yourself. If, if, if it's meant to be private and secret, then it should stay private and secret. You shouldn't be putting it on social media, but if you're going to put this shit out here and you're going to have people who follow you and look up to you and you're not going to help them on their journey and you're going to turn it around and just go, oh yeah, I'll help you for a price. I mean, it kind of reminds me of, you know, like Ursula and the little mermaid, you know, I'll help you for a price, you know? So, you know, give me, give me your voice. I'll help you, you know, things like that. So be, be really, you know, weary of, you know, people who are, who are doing this, who, who one gatekeep like this two just completely ignore people or three start going, Oh yeah, well, um, reach out to me. Or sometimes they might not even say, you know, Oh, DM me. They might start messaging you and being like, Hey, you know, you want to know this, I can give you this for X amount of money. So just, you know, be, 
be cautious when it comes to that. And I'm not saying that there's creators out there that, you know, that aren't legit, you know, obviously charging for your, your gifts, charging for your wares, charging for your services is definitely, definitely legit. But if you're a person who is going and, you know, looking at these people and about to give these people your money, do your research, make sure you know that they are legit and that this isn't just some, you know, person selling you some snake oil and running off with your money. So, so that's, that's one like little red flag that, that keeps coming up. And another one, and we'll kind of, you know, move forward more with this, you know, going into DMS or reaching out to people is you have, and again, I see it, you know, see it on, you know, TikTok a lot. I see it on Instagram a lot. Um, even on Facebook where you start to follow, um, a creator and immediately they are in your DMS going, Oh, you know, Mary meet. Yeah. I, spirit has led me to you. And I have a message for you to claim this message, you know, interact with this and, you know, send me X amount of money. I'm sorry, but you'll see, you'll see in a lot of legit, you know, readers, psychics, mediums, spell workers, you will see in their bios that they will not DM you. They will not DM you. They are not reaching out. They are not going to reach out to you. These people are scams. These people are just trying to take your money. And anyone, any reader, any spell worker, any medium, any psychic who is worth their weight in salt um, will tell you that they're not going to DM you. The people who are meant to find them and use their resources, use their gifts, use their services are going to find them in legitimate ways. They are not going to reach out to you. They are not going to spam your, your inbox with offers and, and such. So if you start getting messages like that from people, then, you know, that's, that's a red flag. I would be like, nope, see you later, unfollow, block, delete, whatever, and, and move forward. You have a lot of, you know, unfortunately with, you know, with this practice, you have a lot of people who, um, in impersonate legit readers and, and such and legit practitioners, and they will try to make you think that they are that person and they're just trying, they're just trying to get money out of you. So really be careful, really do your research, um, when it comes to that. And, you know, another, another red flag that, that comes up is just people who just don't, don't know their stuff. You know, I've gone into, I've gone into metaphysical shops now, you know, and of course I get asked all the time, well, you own one. Why, why are you going to other shops? Because I like to, Okay because I like to, and I like to support other witches. It's, it's what we do. It's what we do in the community. We like to support each other. Um, so, so, you know, I've gone into other shops though, and, you know, you can tell the shops that are legit. They are in their craft. They know their stuff. 
Um, and then you can tell the shops that are just there because they think it's hip and cool and it's, you know, the, the it thing right now. When you go into a shop and you ask a question, they should be able to answer it. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, if you go in with some oddball question that they might not have to like either reference, maybe like a resource book or maybe ask somebody else. But if you're going in there and say you're asking them about, you know, a crystal for grounding, you know, they should be able to tell you, you know, what crystals they have for, for grounding. They shouldn't be like, oh, I, you know, I don't know, whatever, you know, you can look over there or, oh, you can go look over there, our crystals are over there and they say what they do. They should be able to tell you, they should one, know their product, but two, you know, it's pretty, pretty common knowledge, especially, you know, with most practitioners to know the basics of crystals, you know, even if they don't necessarily work entirely with crystals themselves. Um, with, you know, with crystals just being, you know, just being an example, the same thing can be, you know, for, for herbs and whatnot, you know, you walk in and ask about herbs. If they have herbs in their shop, they should be able to tell you what they do. Now, keep in mind, everybody learns their, their, you know, their stuff differently when it comes to like crystals, herbs, and so on. There's so many different I guess, definitions when it comes to what their correspondences are, I, I should say, instead of definitions. Um, there's so many different correspondences, depending on like what book, you know, you're, you're reading it from or where you're getting your information from. Does it mean that they're wrong? No, it just means that that's what is, what is listed and that's what they have learned. So if, if they say, you know, something different from maybe what you know, it just might be what they have learned. It does not mean that they are wrong. And you can definitely look up this information. There are so many different books, you know, like on crystals, on herbs and stuff that give different information. You can definitely look this information up. Um, you know, I have a variety of books, especially with herbs and crystals. Um, but I have a variety of books that list different things. Um, they have some similarities when it comes to herbs but they also list some different things. Not every book is going to list every freaking correspondence when it comes to a particular item. Um, if that was the case, these books would be, you know, thousands and thousands of pages, pages long. But when you walk into a shop and the people can't in there, can't give you any kind of advice whatsoever, any kind of information, um, you know, that's a red flag. Also walking into a shop that just doesn't energetically feel comfortable to you, that's a red flag too. You know, I've gone into places and I'm just like, oh, no, mm -mm, it feels icky in here. It feels like, you know, one, it could just be, um, you know, one of those shops that's, oh, I'm going to hop on this, you know, witch craze, crystal craze, whatever. And I'm just here to make money. I don't know anything. I don't practice myself. I'm just, you know, latching on to the most popular thing. Um, it can be those kind of vibes, or it can be, you know, just like the vibes of, of the, the people there. It could just be the vibes of, of the shop. They just don't, they just don't resonate with you. And, you know, that's, that can be a red, a red flag to you that, you know, this isn't your space and not every metaphysical shop not every witch shop is going to be your, 
your space. You're not going to vibe with it. It could be what they carry. It could be the people that work there. Um, you know, you just, it, it happens, you know, people just don't vibe with everything. So if you're not, if you're feeling kind of off, then, you know, it's time to, time to move on. Um, some other, some other red, red flags come with, with like covens and groups and, and people who gather, um, definitely if you're looking for, for a coven in your area, definitely do your research, you know, ask around, you can ask around at like your local metaphysical shops. You can ask around to just people that, you know, in the area. Um, sometimes you can find like information online, whether it be like on Facebook, like some, some covens have like Facebook groups or, um, if you use like the meetup, uh, app, sometimes you can find stuff there, but you definitely want to do your research because yeah, you can find groups. Are you going to mesh with those groups? I don't know. It's kind of like going to be dependent on when you start, um, connecting with them, but you definitely want to want to do your research, find out what the group is all about. See if they have, um, like meetups where you can just come and meet the people in the coven, not necessarily commit to it as a seeker. Um, but just kind of just see one, if it's something that you mesh with and two, if you vibe with it, cause remember, you know, like with any group, you're going to have, you know, there's going to be the drama. There's always drama. Even if, even if you go into a like, like a meet and greet and they say, Oh yeah, we're, we're, we're a drama free coven. I call bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit because there's always drama when you have a group of people coming together, especially when you have a group of people that come together and there's kind of, um, like a hierarchy, so to speak, you know, you have like the high priestess or high priest, and then you have, you know, everybody else along with, um, with their, their titles and stuff, you know, it's kind of like any club, you know, president, vice president, you know, secretary, treasurer, whatever, you're going to have issues. There's going to be issues just like within like businesses and stuff, you know, when you have all the managers and the leaders and the directors and the, you know, the VPs on all the higher ups, you know, there's always going to be some drama in there. Um, you know, just kind of pay attention to that, ask around, talk to people, um, and then you really want to find out what this coven is about. What, what kind of coven are they? Are they a Wiccan coven? Are they an eclectic coven? Are they, you know, do they only, um, you know, worship and interact with like one deity? Do they only interact and worship like 10? I mean, there, there's some out there. You just have to, you, again, you have to do your research. And then as you're doing your research, you want to make sure that you're asking questions just because you are seeking out a coven and you maybe go to one of their like open meetings or a meetup, um, doesn't mean that you have to join them. You're just finding out about them, but you want to ask questions. They should have some kind of, you know, seeker kind of packet or information that they can give you about their coven. Um, you know, just general information, like when was it started? Who was it started by? What are the, what's, what are the beliefs of the, of the coven? What are the tenants of it? You know, things like that. Um, you, you want to find that information out 
and, and see if it's a fit, you know, then, you know, sometimes these, these covens will actually send that information to you beforehand, before a meetup. So you can look and see first, does this fit, you know, does our, does this, you know, what we do and everything does this fit with you. And then if you think, yeah, I think this might be a fit, then you can go ahead and maybe go to a meetup or go to like an open meeting or whatnot. Some covens will have, you know, like their, when they have like a coven meeting, they'll have like their outer court. Um, this is open to, you know, everybody. And it's also open to those who are, you know, seeking. Um, it may be where they have it, where it's open to just um, to their seekers. And then afterwards, um, when they're getting ready to start like their inner court for just the initiated into the coven, then those people who are not part of that leave. Um, it's kind of like, um, my husband's, uh, Mason lodge does this, you know, I've gone to some meetings where I've gone upstairs and you guys have heard me talk about this and they have in their beginning, you know, the part of their, their meeting, it could be their, their outer court, um, where anybody can be there. And then when it is time to, to start their meeting for their master Masons, those who have been initiated, um, you know, everybody who is not a master Mason is asked to, to leave and we get up, we leave, and then they start their meeting. So, um, that is very, very common, um, when it comes to covens and groups. So you can, you know, try that. Or like I said, just a general, like a meet and greet, a lot of them will do them at like restaurants, like maybe they'll meet at like, or like Starbucks or they'll meet at Panera or, you know, they'll meet at a restaurant and just kind of have an outing somewhere neutral, not in like the coven space, whether it's a, you know, a, a building that they meet in regularly, or sometimes it's even like the high priestess's house or whatnot. Um, just kind of like a neutral territory. So people don't feel overwhelmed. And this way you get to meet people of the coven. You get to ask your questions and see, you know, Hey, do I vibe with this? Do I vibe with these people? And then make your judgment from there. You know, things when you're paying attention to a coven, you know, especially when it comes with joining one, you know, some other red flags could be, you know, awkward and weird, um, initiation practices, um, having like this, I don't know, almost like a hazing type, um, going on, like think back to like when, if you ever were in a fraternity or sorority, you know, like some of the things you might've had to do when you, um, when you joined there, you know, there shouldn't be any hazing or anything. And there also shouldn't be any cost involved. Now, sometimes you do have, and sometimes there is legit, um, you know, cost involved with some covens. Maybe they rent a space to hold, to hold their meetings and hold their rituals. And so there's the cost of that. Maybe there are materials that they, they give to you that there's a cost. So when it comes to a cost, like dues or whatnot for a coven, I would just definitely make sure you're looking into that and you're finding out all of that information ahead of time, because usually there is no fee. There should not be a fee unless again, unless you have like a space that you need to pay for, um, and so on. I'm not saying that again, these are my opinions. Um, I'm not saying that a coven that charges is, is wrong and not legit, but I would say, find out why they charge, 
find out what they are charging for. Because like the coven that I was initiated into, you know, everything was sent like sent via email. Um, we, you know, we did a lot of things because when I initiated, it was like at the height of the pandemic. So a lot of the things we did were over Zoom. Um, but all like the materials, like the books, like for our book studies and stuff, I had to get those. Um, so those were, those were on, on me. I've never once had to pay any kind of dues or any kind of fee to be in my coven, not even for my initiation, everything that I needed for this coven down to my robes, down to my materials, down to anything I have purchased for myself. And whenever we have done a ritual and such, we have all collaborated and we've all brought things. So you just want to, you just want to look into things like that. When people start, when people start saying, oh yeah, you need to pay this. And oh yeah, you need to pay this to be involved. Ask why, what does it go for? And also, you know, if, if there are, you know, dues or whatnot being collected, then there should be some form of a treasurer, you know, role in, in that coven to, keep the finances in, in check, because unfortunately there are some covens out there that do this. And then guess what? You don't get the stuff that you're supposed to be getting. And where does your money go? So you just, you know, you want to pay attention to stuff like that. Um, also, you know, red flags when it comes to covens is you want to pay attention to those that tell you that you need to remove you know, person, places, things from, from your life, that's kind of getting a little cultish and, um, you know, you should never be asked to give up certain things in your life, certain people in your life, um, just for the sake of, of, of joining a coven. That is very much, I'm thinking like a no, no. Now, if that's something that you're like, you know, legit cool with, Hey, but you, you do you boo. Um, but yeah, no, doing, doing stuff like that, cutting people out, only being able to connect with your coven and do your practice with your coven is no, I'm sorry. I, I don't agree with that. Now, certain rituals that are coven based and follow that path, then yeah, it might be in your rules that you only practice those with your coven. That's fine. Check it out. Do whatever you need to do, but I'm sorry a coven is not going to tell me what practice and what rituals that I can do in my own home on my own. Cause though, even though I'm in a coven, I still practice, you know, on my own and do my own thing and that's okay. So if you're, you know, if the coven that you're looking into is telling you that you can't do a certain thing, you can't still practice and do things that you do, then that might not be the one for you. Again, you know, little red, red flags that, that go up. So you want to, you really want to pay attention to these things. And there's, there's a lot of different, you know, I could keep going on and on about different red flags, but you'll, you'll know them when they, when they pop up, you, you know, if your spidey senses are going off and you're just not, you're not feeling comfortable or you're really questioning this, you know, pay attention to it, pay attention when it comes to people that you follow shops that you go into, you know, organizations, covens that you're maybe trying to find out about, you really want to really do your research and 
just like with anything with the craft, you know, you want to, you want to find out about stuff. You want to get legit information. And if people are keeping information from you, if they're just giving off bad vibes, if they're just like completely fucking clueless when it comes to things, then take that as a sign that it's not, that it's not for you. Okay. So before I continue to go on this, this tangent about red flags, um, you know, maybe I'll share some more like on our socials, like in posts and stuff, but, and maybe, you know, what are some of your red flags? You know, my red flags might be different from, from yours, but, um, I definitely like to like to hear about them. So definitely comment on our posts on the episode or whatnot, or anything else that we share, um, about this, this episode, you know, what are your red flags? What are things that make your you know, intuition kind of tingle and maybe make you question, um, some things. So, uh, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely let's, let's hear about that. So let's talk about the card of the week. So the card of the week this week is queen of wands. So this, this card is all about, you know, just putting forth that energy, putting forth that fiery energy, that, that passion that we have to, to do stuff, you know, the Queens. Yeah. You know, they, they can still be nurturing, but this queen can definitely be strong and you can be both. You can be both that, that strong person, but you can also be nurturing as well. You don't have to pick one or the other. You can do, you can do both. And, you know, this is the queen that is going to support you as you, as you grow and as you change and as you take action in what it is that you want to do. She's here to remind you that, you know, you're strong enough to do whatever is necessary to, create your goal, to create your journey, to carve your path. You just have to do it. So she's basically here like telling you, you know, like, Hey, um, you can do this. You have the passion in you to act. So you need to go do it. You know, what are you waiting for? What's holding you back? Use this strength to move forward. Use this passion to move forward, nurture this passion to move forward and see where it gets you. So the queen, queen of wands, she's, she's, she's pretty awesome. I love her. She's that, you know, she's that one also to, you know, she's going to let you see those truths and she's going to notice if you're not, you know, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. If you're doubting that strength in you, she's going to, she's going to kind of light that fire under your ass and go, no, go, you, you know what to do, go do it, act. So, um, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's all I got for you guys this week. You know, a little bit of, a little bit of red flags to kind of pay attention to, um, in, in your, in your practice. And like I said, I want to, I want to know what are some red flags you've, um, you've noticed, um, that go off in your, you know, in your intuition or that you've come across when you've gone to places or talked to people, um, I would definitely love for you to share that. And like I said, we've got some interesting stuff coming up in shows, you know, coming over this summer, got a lot of things to, um, to talk about. So I'm, uh, I'm excited. 
And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also excited for, you know, some stuff that's going to be coming up with the shop. So definitely pay attention to that. Um, if you don't follow the shop on on socials yet, definitely please do. Also Raven, you know, we love our, our Raven, Raven the shop cat on Instagram. See what she is, is up to, especially when she, uh, when she comes to the shop, um, she would definitely love for you to follow her as well. So anyways, until next week, this has been a production of the still room music by Breakmaster Cylinder. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Take care, witches. Blessed be. Bye.